Hey there. Thanks for joining us at Risen King Church for our weekly sermon podcast. We pray you meet God and know that you are loved today. Be sure to visit us at risenking.life to take all of your next steps and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Enjoy the message. A little bit about what these who are undergoing baptism, what they're experiencing. So baptism was instituted by John before Jesus came uh, into his public ministry. John ushered in Jesus's messianic ministry by baptizing people. And it was a baptism uh, of repentance. In other words, they were, they were experiencing from John's preaching, they were experiencing a changed life and a changed heart. And as they were experiencing that change, they would then come into the water and submit to baptism, and John would baptize them. Even Jesus himself, who did not have any sin or any need to repent, he showed that John's baptism was a thing of God. It was a a part of God's will for the life of every follower of God. He himself submitted to baptism. Now, he didn't need to be cleansed of his sins. He didn't need to be baptized for the forgiveness of any sins, but he did it to show his obedience and his fulfillment of everything that had to do with the law. And so when Peter was preaching on Pentecost, Peter began to unpack for us the gospel after, you see, the Holy Spirit had come upon them in this unique way where they saw saw tongues of fire, people heard the message of the apostles in their own language, And Peter began to explain that this was a fulfillment of Joel 2 and the promise of Joel where God said he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. And he's talking about men and women, old men, young young men, old women, young women. And it talked about this. Yeah, I can't even say that today. I would say old women. I go, oh, I'm getting in trouble now. So... He is explaining that this manifestation of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost is a fulfillment of everything that God had promised. And as he begins to explain that, he begins to explain the gospel of Jesus Christ. Here's what he says. This is Acts chapter 2. And he says, David was a prophet of God, and he saw what was ahead He spoke of the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to the grave, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of the fact. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from God the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out his spirit as you see and hear right now. And then... As he began to go forward, he says, Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? You see how their hearts have been changed. And then Peter replies to him. He says, Now repent and be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you, that's those who were there that day, and your children, and for all who are afar off, that's us, for all whom the Lord our God will call. 
Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. See, what Peter did is he took what John had been doing. Now, I grew up Presbyterian, so we didn't call him John the Baptist because we don't want the Baptist to get the credit. We called him John the Baptizer, just to kind of clarify, you know. But Peter took what John had been doing, because Peter had followed John before he went and followed Jesus, and he took what John had been doing, and he says, now as a sign of your faith, as a sign of a change of heart on the inside, I want you now to submit to a sign on the outside a sign that you have experienced what Jesus has given you by faith. Now, the Apostle Paul, he takes it a little deeper even in Romans chapter 6, and he says, buried with Christ in baptism. So it's really right that we have this black cloth. It looks like a casket, actually. <laughs> Some of you noticed that. I know, you came out and spoke to me about it. So being buried with Jesus in baptism, you are raised to newness of life. And so the reason that we do believer baptism, not baby baptism, is because we think you have to be aware of what you're submitting to, that it has to be your own testimony, not your parents' testimony. And so we are asking that these, each one who's going to come in for baptism today, we're asking them to give their own personal testimony of who Jesus is to them. But you see, when we put them under the water, it is symbolic of their union with Christ's death. Here's the great thing of the gospel. It isn't just that Christ died for you. It's that you died with Christ so that the old you is passed away and the new you has come, a new you in Jesus Christ. And so, you know, we push them down in the water until all the sins are gone. <laughs> now, it's very quick. I'm, I, I, I said this a couple of times because I love saying that. But uh, I've had some wives pay me extra. To, uh, to keep the husbands down a little longer, you know. But it, it, it's an amazing experience, even though it's fast. It's an amazing experience to realize I died with Christ. When you go under, you feel your own death. When you're raised up from the water, you're realizing I am raised with Christ. There's just kind of nothing like it in terms of identifying with what Christ has done for you. He died for me. He rose for me. But when I'm baptized, I'm realizing I died with him and I am risen with him. So it's a union with Christ. More than just a belief in Christ, it's a union with Christ's death and a union with Christ's resurrection. And oftentimes the enemy comes and accuses us and says, you're no different. But you see, one of the reasons... God gives us baptism as a physical sign is we need physical things. Because when the enemy comes, you say, no, I died with Christ. I am raised with Christ. And so, you know, accusation can really stay if you remember it's by faith, not by works. 
So what we're going to do is, are you tracking with me this morning? So what we're going to do is we're going to have the testimonies of those who are going to be baptized. Ashley's going to lead this section, and then we're going to go into the water. So I'm going to ask those of you who are getting baptized in this service if you would come join me. We're going to line up back here. I think there's five of you. I see you all. Um, now, I'm going to hold the mic for this portion because we don't have an orchestra like at the Academy Awards when people go too long. So I'm just going to, yep, you can put your towel right here. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask each of them to share their name and just share their testimony of faith in Jesus. Don't be nervous. Take a deep breath. This is an exciting day, one that we love to celebrate with you and one that we pray you'll remember forever. So I'm just going to start with you, Nicole. You're going to just tell us your name, and you're going to briefly just tell us your testimony of faith in Jesus. Okay. So I'm Nicole Giordano. Um, I've always had a personal relationship with Christ, but about three years ago, I had a crisis in a relationship that I was in, and I was suggested to come to Risen King for their Walk by Faith service with my partner, and through that, I actually got to understand what it meant to have a real relationship with Christ, and then I continue to come. I joke around saying that I came for that moment, but through worship, I kept coming back, but the real... Um, reason I keep coming back is because during worship, that's when I feel my connection the strongest with um, the Holy Spirit. And every year and every month, I come back looking forward to seeing everyone here. This has now become part of my family. And through 2020, I know we've all struggled with loneliness and weakness. But as I reflect, um, all those moments that I thought I was alone and I struggled, it actually was God building me and making me, preparing me for what's to come next. And through that, I've decided that I wanted to realign my life with Christ through this baptism. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So just share with us your name and your testimony of faith in Jesus. All right. I'm Emily Brown. Um, I'm 16. I've never really been in a church, like, completely, so this is my first time coming here. I was recently adopted by Nicole in December, I think. And so she suggested that, hey, maybe you should start coming to church with us. And so I did, and I feel very loved and welcomed here despite all my differences and stuff like that. Short and sweet to the point. Awesome. We're excited to celebrate with you today. Share with us your name and your testimony of faith in Jesus. Uh, my name's Heather, and I've always known Christ, but around five years ago was when I started asking more questions about what it means to be a Christian, and I went with my grandma in her room, and we both said the prayer, and I finally accepted him as my savior, and I felt really calm, so I feel like I'm ready to build up my relationship more with Christ today. Awesome. You ready? What's your name? Jordan, and uh, I was motivated because um, when I went through a tough family issue, I felt like, you know, I, I couldn't get over this. You know, it hurt me in a way I couldn't really understand. And it felt like God knew my pain and that he gave me a family, my grandma that's right there, and my, my grandfather, and a brother, a sister, and he gave me so much more. And 
I just wanted to thank him um, that he also helped my grandfather through a tough issue. When all hope seemed lost, he came and healed him in a way I couldn't possibly understand. And he just answered everything I ever asked for. And I just want to thank him that he gave me everything I needed and wanted. That's awesome. Ready? Uh, hey guys, I'm Greg. Um, you know, about 10 years ago, uh, 2011, I was wandering around New York City. Um, I was searching, uh, searching for happiness. And, um, you know, what is happiness? Uh, New York is full of false idols, as you know, wealth, power, status, um, but, uh, but fulfillment. And, uh, you know, fulfillment uh, could be, uh, you know, eternally, you know, happiness. And uh, when I was asked to be my niece's godfather, um, I picked up the Bible for the first time. I uh, read the book of Job. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It's a great place to start. First place to start. And, uh, you know, Job had everything. Um, and then he had everything taken away. But he had an unwavering faith in God. Um, so, so faith and, you know, going through life. And life is complex. And life is hard. Um, but you always know God is out there. Uh, you always know um, through faith um, that, that God is on your side. And, um, you know, when asked to, to have a two-minute testimony, um, you know, my whole life is a testimony. Um, you know, my beautiful wife, Lynette, uh, my, my one-year-old child, uh, Michael, um, whole lot of Risen King prayers for that baby, right? <laughs> Um, you know, just, um, just stuck with faith. And faith is hard work. And um, the more you work at it, uh, the closer you get to God. And then you can see his physical presence in yourself, um, those around you, um, and even in this world. Um, you know, even recently, um, you know, I took another step of faith, whereas I was in a toxic environment at work. And um, I left my job. You know, through discernment, um, it, it just it wasn't Jesus's principles. You know, it wasn't my principles. And, you know, I have a family and um, faith, unwavering faith. And, uh, you know, last week I got a call from a larger company in my industry, and they offered me a job. You know, God provided a better job. So this is my public display uh, for, for my relationship with the Lord. Um, you know, I surrender, you know, just like Job, you know, job, Job, you know, I, I give you everything. I, I, I give you everything. And, uh, you know, let's do this together, you know, for eternity. Thanks. That's awesome. All right. We've not done it this way before, so this is uh, their guinea pigs for us. I need some, uh, where are my elders, my staff people, lifeguards? Okay. Nicole, you ready to go first? You want to use those, that stool? I might need Danny to hold this for me. The cold part is memorable. 
It's, it's memorable. All right, Nicole, we have a few questions. Uh, the first is, we'll do it quick. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Do you trust fully in His grace for your forgiveness and freedom? Do you renounce the works? <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Do you renounce the work of Satan in your life and all of the works of darkness in your life and, and turn from that to the light? And will you covenant with us and with God before this congregation that you will live dependent on the Holy Spirit for all the days of your life? All right. Get the questions over. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you. Woo! I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll ask the questions before you get in. All right. Emily. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, and do you rely fully on His grace and His forgiveness for your sins? Yes. Do you renounce before this congregation and before the spiritual realm the works of Satan in your life and all the deeds of darkness? Yes. Do you covenant now to rely upon and to walk with the Holy Spirit for all the days of your life? Yes. All right. <laughs> Thomas, you, all right. Emily, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you. Heather, do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Do you trust fully in His grace and mercy for the forgiveness of your sins and for freedom in Christ? Yes. Do you renounce here and now the works of Satan and any deeds of darkness before this congregation and, and turn yourself fully to the light? Yes. Will you humbly uh, covenant before God to trust in and rely on and walk with the Holy Spirit all the days of your life. Yes. Heather, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you. here. Jordan, do you confess before God and before this congregation your faith and reliance upon Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Do you fully trust in his grace for your forgiveness and your freedom? Yes. 
Do you here and now renounce the works of Satan and any deeds of darkness in your life and turn towards the light? Yes. Will you humbly rely upon and covenant with God to depend upon his Holy Spirit for all the days of your life? Yes. All right. Come on, bro. You got this. <laughs> All, all the women suffered in silence. <laughs> all right. All right, Jordan. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you. Good job, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I used to have to stand in that the whole time. <laughs> the good old days. Greg, do you confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Do you fully rely on His grace for your forgiveness and freedom? Yes. Do you renounce here and now before God and this congregation all the works of Satan and any deeds of darkness in your life and turn towards the light. Yes. Will you humbly rely upon and covenant with the Holy Spirit to depend on the work of the Holy Spirit for the rest of your days? I do. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Greg, I baptize you. Our plan is to uh, have a little uh, worship now, just another song or two. But I would like to, I'd like to take just a minute. As we baptize people, um, usually the Holy Spirit says some things about each one. As we listen together to the testimonies of each person, you can see that the Lord is at work in their lives, each one in different ways. But... Each of the people that were sharing with us, the Holy Spirit's on them in a special way right now. So I'd like to take a moment and just pray for them together. Would you do that? Would you, would you extend a hand of blessing? I know some of them are running to get warm. That's fine. <laughs> Lord, as we listened to these testimonies, we heard how you're at work in their lives. And when you move in someone's life and you change them from the inside out, you change their family connection. And today we saw new brothers and sisters, who have, some who've been brothers and sisters for a while, but some who are new in the family. And we want to say in the name of Jesus, we welcome these brothers and sisters to our family to the eternal family of God. Brothers and sisters in Christ, that their, 
their connection to us is that they belong to us and we belong to them. As we heard Nicole and Emily and Heather and Jordan and Greg, we speak blessing over their lives. That as they have professed with their lips the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, we stand with them, even as Greg said, in the hard fight of faith. We say you are not alone. That the things you go through, you now have a big family who pray for you, who stand with you, who bless you. Lord, as they were speaking, I could see from the youngest to those that were uh, a little older in the faith, Lord, we could see that you're stirring. So we come and say, Lord, stir up that grace in their lives right now. Stir up that faith in their lives. Let this be a moment of, of demarcation where they begin to say, I have stepped into a new threshold of faith. Lord, even as different ones of them, you could tell that, that you put a light in their eyes, that you begin to put hope in their eyes. You've put, you've put confidence into their voices even. We want to stir that up today, Lord, that they will speak for you, that they will live for you, that they will know what it is to walk closely with their God all the days of their life. And Satan, we bind you from their lives. We declare that this public declaration is a defeat of the darkness, is a defeat of the forces of darkness, and we declare liberty and freedom in Jesus' name over their lives. Satan, you are bound. You cannot touch their families. You cannot touch them. In the name of Jesus, we draw a border around them and say, inside that border, only that which is of the Holy Spirit may exist. Lord, we come excited about what you're doing because your word says only the Father can draw. And so we see that you're drawing. You're drawing people to Christ. And we say more, Lord. We, say, we ask that over our community there would be an open heaven, that the gospel would go forth, that the love of God would be known in a way like never before. Lord, let this be a big day in the kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.